0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of Around the Gavel. I'm your host, Sarah Morris. Thanks for joining me. Today, we're going to talk about power of attorney over financial decisions, specifically springing powers of attorney over financial decisions. I know I've mentioned them in previous podcasts, so I wanted to take a few minutes to actually explain what they are and um, make sure everybody understands. So... Whenever we do an estate plan, even the most basic one, we always include the option of a springing power of attorney over financial decisions. What that is, is it's, it's called a springing power of attorney because it springs into action when you need it. So it springs into action in the event of your incapacity only. It doesn't do anything unless you're incapacitated. So what you do is you, in this document, you nominate a power of attorney to be your financial power of attorney to make financial decisions for you in the event of your incapacity. The reason you would do this is because, you know, if you're incapacitated, you still need to pay your bills, probably your mortgage, gas, electric, you know, the typical bills, right? And if you're an individual, um, then you know you, you probably need one of these do- you need this document so that you get you can give that authority to someone else and they can pay your bills and get into your bank account to do so. Um, again I just want to emphasize that this only springs into action when you can't make your own decisions so it's not like anybody can do anything. whoever you nominate isn't going to be able to do anything unless you're incapacitated. so that's important to remember um, In this document, you are able to customize it so you don't have to give them authority over every financial decision, of course. You basically check the box for the things that you want to give them authority over. Um, I emphasize individuals because a lot of times with married couples, we still do it for married couples in case they're both incapacitated at the same time, Uh, but many times with married couples, of course, they have joint accounts, and so if one's unavailable, the other one can go ahead and get in there and do what they need to do because they're both on the account. Um, But again, even with married couples, there's some accounts that are only individual accounts, and if you need access to them, then you're going to need this uh, power of attorney. So it's something across the board that um, can be used for many different, for basically any estate plan. It's just a safety provision, and it doesn't, again, it does not, come into action until you're actually incapacitated so it's not like this person that you nominate has any power until you can't actually make your decisions on your own Um, so that's all I have for today on that Uh, as always follow us on all our platforms including our podcast and I'm happy that you're listening to this right now let me know if you have any comments or questions or you want to dig deeper into this you can always give us a call thanks